Thank you for joining us for a lesson taught by Pastor Quinn Harris, co-pastor of Antioch Fellowship Church in Florence, South Carolina. We are reaching the lost, making disciples, and enjoying life. We pray that this lesson is a blessing to you as you walk in your God-given purpose. Now, here's the message. Our kingdom purpose for God, amen? Everyone got a purpose in their life. Everyone, God going to give everyone a purpose and your assignment, and you need to know what your purpose is in the life. You need to know what your assignment God has for you doing this ministry, amen, or in your life, amen. Praise the Lord. Everybody, everybody got a different assignment. Everybody not called to the pulpit, amen. Everybody not called to the pulpit because I just believe in God. I'm here now, and I'm all right with it. I love what I do, amen. But um, I didn't want to be. Uh, I love y'all, right? Everybody got different personality. But God got to grace you to deal with different personality. Just like God graced Pastor Knight to deal with our personality. Amen? Because when I came into the kingdom, I had one. Don't y'all sit there like y'all didn't have one. Some of y'all had one, but worse than mine. But you love what you did when you're out there in the world. Amen? So you're going to bring that into the kingdom. Amen. You're going to bring it into the kingdom. And some of, them don't, some of us don't want to change. We want to keep some of that stuff. We want to throw away what, what some of the stuff that we don't, we don't want. But some of the stuff we don't want to throw away. Amen. But we got to do what the words say. Amen. Okay. Go with me to the uh, book of Rome. Roman 8. So I'm doing what God called me to do. To be a helper to Pastor Jeff, because he is the pastor, and whatever he needs for me to do, and what God, first, what God want me to do. Amen. I ain't want to do women's conference. I was fine just doing a women thing on Friday, or just do it on Saturday. I think it was on Saturday. And I had people keep telling me, say, why don't you start doing a woman's conference? I told my sister, Pastor Priscilla, I should have said, get thee behind me, Satan. But I, I said, girl, you better go on somewhere. Come on, why don't you just go and make it two days, Friday and Saturday? I said, no, I'm going to do Saturday. If you want to come on Saturday when I ask you to come on Saturday, you can come. If you don't, I can get somebody else. I'm not doing no women's conference. I, I'm not doing it. Then I had a, a first-time visitor. She came. She said, when I walked up, she said, I just saw women's, women's. I, she said, full of women's. And Pastor Jeff said, and that's what I told her. I told her that, you know, that's, that was one of her calling. And I was like saying to myself, I don't care what you and that lady say. Y'all can talk all you want to. Don't act like God don't told you to do something. And you, you, and you know, he don't told you. And then he sent confirmation, people to tell you. Yeah, yeah. And then Prophet Moses said it. I still didn't do it. But when Daz came and told me, he said, God said, I'm not going to tell you again. I said, God, I'm mad. See, cause guess what? God wouldn't start with me. He, it ain't won't like that. He didn't have nobody else to do it. He just gave me the chance to do what he called me to do. But he, if I hadn't did it, he would have used somebody else. Just like if Mary hadn't birthed Jesus, God would have used somebody. He would have found somebody else, a virgin. Mary wasn't the only virgin. He just, she just found favor with God. So when you're in your calling, you'll find favor with God. Amen. I love them favor. I love it. I love it. Yes, yes, Romans 8. I know where I'm at. 28. It says, And we know that all things work together for good to those who love the Lord. Everything work together. 
Everything that when you love God, everything work together to those who love the Lord, to those who are called according to his purpose. We are called according to his purpose. We are called according to God's purpose. My goal is to reveal to you that everyone have God-given kingdom purpose in life, but kingdom purpose must be pursued and fulfilled in life. Your kingdom purpose got to be fulfilled in life. We got to fulfill our God kingdom purpose in life on this earth. There's so many people in the grave right now hadn't fulfilled the purpose that God had given them. God gave it to you, but you, didn't, you just won't obedient to the word of God. When he spoke to you, you won't obedient. But I'm glad he gave me because sometimes you might not get folk different chance. But he know your heart, though. He knew when he told Dr. E to tell me, you know, he ain't going to tell me no more. He already knew that my heart was going to give in to what Dr. E said. Amen? Just like I didn't want to go to Tulsa. I, ain't want to, I did not want to go. But Pastor Jeff couldn't go without me. But I didn't know that. But Pastor Jeff told God, said, this is your daughter, you deal with her. And he did. And I obeyed. But he knew the right time that he wanted us to go. He knew that the right time he wanted us to go, that I was going to obey his voice. See, but sometimes you can't look at, I was looking at the money I was making. I love God now, yeah, I did, I did. But I was looking at the money I was making a week. I was making $2,000 sometime a week. Who wanted to give that up? <laughs> I had a house looking for another one. A man told me, I said, what kind of house I can get? What, what price? He said, he saw me and Pastor Jeff, what we made. He said, you can get any house you want to get. Who want to give that up? <laughs> I didn't want to give that up. I was grabbing the car I wanted to grab. Pastor Jeff was grabbing what he wanted to grab. He had his own business. I had mine. Who wanted to give it up? But I thank God for a man of God. Gave it all up. Didn't care what I said. Because he already knew that God had spoke to him and told him to go to Ramah. He already had sent somebody across his past named Missionary Shalom. Told him about Ramah. I just thank God that he didn't listen to me. I just told him to go ahead and then I visit him. But he already knew he couldn't go without me. So he already knew that one of his purpose that God called him for. He didn't let me come before that. And then he loved me, but he wasn't going to let me stop him for what God called me to do, called him to do. That was one of his assignments. And I thank God that he listened to God. Because when he told God, said, you, that's your daughter you deal with? That's what God did. And when God spoke to me, I was on my knee praying for the bigger house I was looking for. And thanking God for selling the house that I had, we're living in. But God said, yeah, that house going to be sold. I was praying, on my knee praying. God said, yeah, the house going to be sold, but you're not going to get another one. You're going to Raymond with your husband. And I got off my knee. i never forget the date. It was on, uh, I'm like, Dad, hate it now. It was on November the 28th, on a Thursday night, Thanksgiving night. I got up and I went in that room. Pastor Jeff was sent to the death. I went in there crying, water coming out of my eye. This was coming from my nose. And I said, Pastor Jeff, God told me to go with you to Raymond. I said, he told me to go. He didn't never look up. He kept right on doing what he was doing. And the next day when I got up, guess what he said? God got you, didn't he? He said, I told God, that's your daughter. You deal with it. And he dealt with it. 
I got on that phone. I called Amy Marshall Brown. I'll never forget. I said, Amy, find us a flight. I gave her that date. Didn't nobody have to tell me nothing else. Because what God said, I do it. But Jeff didn't have to say another word to me. Not another word. <laughs> Amen. I already planned what I want to do. My purpose was to stay back, run the business. Pastor Jeff had gave up the whole business. He had 25 men working for him, men and women. He gave it all up. So I, I was like, this man selling this stuff. What in the world wrong with him? But he knew what God had said to him. Yeah. And thank, thank God that he obeyed. I love it. Didn't want to come to Florence. Came back to Tarboro. Damn, where you supposed to be, Jeff? He came to me. I was like, I know it was God, though. I knew it. I knew it. But I had got 97% of my clients back. Who leave for two years, come back, get 97%. But God already knew I was going to leave. I was going to leave. He already knew. Pastor Jeff, he didn't have to go through it for two weeks, but you know, he went through that first time a year. I didn't even want to hear nothing about Rainey. So when he said, come to Florida, I knew it was God. So, but he told Priscilla, Pastor Priscilla first, and Pastor Priscilla could pray with him about me. <laughs> but it didn't take long. You know, I, I told God, I said, when you speak to Pastor Jeff, and he come to me, let me know it's, it's you. So that's what he do. And I thank God for that. Amen. 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 I'd be like sometimes, no, Pastor. Uh, I don't know, Pastor Jeff. Let's let look at this again. Or I'll say something like that. And, you know, he listen to me. Or I'll, I might say, mm, Pastor Jeff, I don't think that right now. You know, he go back to God. And I thank God that we can intertwine and work together. Amen. Amen. I don't pull him down. I don't talk against him. I don't say, that ain't God. I, I don't say all that. I, I don't put Pastor Jeff down. I don't do that. Because he my husband. And he don't put me down. I'm his wife. We listen to each other. And that's what we got to do. We got to listen to each other. Listen. He don't know everything. And I don't know everything. Amen. But Pastor Jeff, I tell you, he, he knew everything. <laughs> Pastor Knight used to be preaching. He used to be talking in my ear. I was like. Come on, Pat. Come on, Jeff. And when I get home, I said, don't do that to me. I can't listen to both of y'all at the same time. <laughs> but, but yeah, we, we, you know, we listen to each other. That's what we, as marriage couple, that's what we need, we need to do, you know. Just you and him, not your children, you know. You know, just you and him. Amen. Okay, go with me to John 12, 26. It said, anyone serve me, let him follow me. And where I am, there my servant will be also. If anyone serve me, him my father will honor. And then it said, now my soul is troubled, and what should I say? Father, save me from this hour. But for this purpose, I came to this hour. Father, glorify your name. Then a voice came from heaven saying, I have both glorified it, and glorify it again. Jesus said, for, but for this purpose, I had came for this hour. So Jesus knew his purpose. One, we are going to have two emphasis. Number one is how to pursue our God-given kingdom purpose. Number two, how to fulfill our God-given kingdom purpose. Kingdom purpose is the reason 
for which something exit or the reason something was created. It's the reason for which something exit or the reason something was created. Rome 28, let's go back. Now, let me take, you know, because this is the Amplified Bible I'm reading from. It said, we are sure and know that God being a partner in their labor, all things work together and are fitted in a plan. All things work together, are fitted into a plan for good to and for those who love God and are called according to his design and purpose. It is fitted into a plan. Your purpose already fitted into a plan. We just got to know the word of God, hear the word of God, and we it's already fitted into the plan. And we just got to work that word of God. Amen. We want to focus on God's kingdom plan for our life. We want to stay focused on God's kingdom plan for our life. Go with me to Jeremiah 29. Because people can't get you out of your purpose, you know. And we can't allow that to happen. 29, 11. Verse 11 says, For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, said the Lord, thought of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. God said, I'll give you a future and a hope. Go with me to Psalm 40. Psalm 45 said this. Many, O Lord, my God, are your wonderful works, which you have done, and your thought toward us cannot be recount to you in order. If I would declare and speak of them, they are more than can be numbered. Amen? It is more than it can be numbered. All the plan God has for us is good. All the plan that God has for us is good. But we have to stay in the plan of God that he has for us. We got to stay in the plan of God that he has for us. The purpose of a thing always defines the maker of a thing. The purpose of a thing always defined by the maker of a thing. God's kingdom purpose for our life is in the word of God. It always in the word of God. The plans that he has for us, God will speak to us. Amen. But it's going to be from his word. He's going to let us know when to do it, how to do it. Amen. His plan, his plan for us is a good thing. It's good. We can never think the plan that God has for us not good because God is a good God. Ask God, what is your plan? What the plan he have for you. Amen. The plan that he, even though you in this ministry, he still have a plan what he wants you to do in this ministry. It could be helping past a PPA, singing in the choir, working, uh, it's still working in the ministry. Cleaning the church, greeting, host, sing. I wish I can sing. Some of us have the beautiful voice. But guess why you don't want to go up there and sing? Because you don't want to come and practice on Thursday. It's going to take away two little hours from your time and what you're doing. Look at that TV. Why you can't just come out and do what God called you to do? That two hour ain't going to mess you up. Boy, some of y'all be pitiful if God tell y'all to pray for, I ain't going to say two hours. If God tell you pray for an hour. Because some of us are so hooked on TV. Now, I look at TV. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. I look at Gunsmoke. 
But God, guess what? Gunsmoke don't interfere with me. Because Gunsmoke, unless God tell me between 10 and 1 to pray. I look at Gunsmoke at 10 o'clock. I look at it come on again at 11 o'clock that night. Then it come on again at 12. Sometimes I might look at the one at 12. Because all depends where my mind or my body have me to stay up to 1. And I don't like to do that because guess what? Come on behind that. And I love that. Big Valley. And then Vic Valley come off at 2 o'clock. And then guess what come on after that? Take the ranger. <laughs> so I cannot be looking at all that stuff. But guess what? I already got my prayer time in for two hours. I already done came into church and prayed for 30 minutes. I already done studied my Bible. Yeah. That's right. God give me a sermon to write. I write that. That's right. Sometimes, you know, I don't look at it. Because I want to listen to my take. Kenny Hagen, Charles Cap. Sometimes I might not, you know, God tell me not to uh, deal with that right now. I might not get a chance, but look at one gun smoke. And the reason I look at gun smoke like that, but gun, gun smoke don't have no cursing in it. Big Valor don't have no cursing in it. Y'all looking at me tonight, why you look at that? Because that's, yeah. I don't even look at Lifetime like I used to. Everything cussing and grinding. Somebody with somebody's husband. You're in the bed with somebody's wife. <laughs> then I hear I am getting mad because you know you don't want to be in the bed. That's TV, though. Y'all know Pastor Jesse, I talk back to the TV. I'm glad I'm off the story. Y'all gonna rest and stuff because that leave you in suspense, so you got to look at it the next day. But I've been stopped looking at the story ever since, you know, not right after I got saved, but God delivered me from it. Cause I tell you, I remember, I, I remember time that I, I wouldn't go catch my check on Thursday. Now you know you hooked. <laughs> and my friend girl, I used to ask her, I said, give me $5 to the morning. She thought I was hooked, but it won't own the story what she thought I would, you know. I'm like, no, you ain't think that. She said, she said Gwen, you come at me $5 every Thursday, you just got paid Wednesday night. What you thought I was going to think? Yeah, you shouldn't have thought that about me. You know, so. <laughs> you know, some stuff you got to put aside. Amen. Then you got to put aside some friends. You know, they, they'll get you out of your calling. They'll, they'll pull you. Because they don't want you in it no way. And then, thinking about that, you find something that saved would do that. But saved but still kind of mind. They don't want you to get... Rooted in the word of God because they know they ain't ready to get rooted in the word of God. They just did enough so they can go home and be with the Lord. But I want to be more than that. Don't we want to be more than that? I want all what God called me down here for. I want to preach whatever he has for me to do, I want to do it because it's a blessing to come behind it. Amen? God, he created us for his kingdom purpose. We have so many believers don't know the purpose, but it is in his word. These are three things you have to have with God. You got to have prayer time with God. You got to have that prayer time with God. You got to have that quiet time with God. You got to have that quiet time. Then you got to study God's word in order to know what God wants you to do in life. You got to have it. You, you, these three things you got to have. You got to put aside studying time. You got to put aside prayer time, quiet time. When you pray, just sit there for a minute. 
See, do God have anything to say to you? Amen? Just, just sit there for a minute or two. Why you want to pray? Then get up and take off from the very person that can tell you what he wants you to know, what's going on with your life, or, you know, you don't know what, who to pray for, somebody to pray for, whatever. This is your next move. This is your next level. I'm taking you to the next level. You don't know what God had to say. Indeed, he might not say nothing. But just sit there for a minute or two and see, amen, what God has for you. Go with me to Isaiah 43. Tell God, make you the man. Make me the man, Lord God. Show off in me. Amen. 43 and 7. It said, everyone who is called by my name, whom I have created for my glory, I have formed him. Yes, I have made him. He had made you for him. God had made us for him. He said, everyone who is called by my name, whom I had created, he created us, God created us for my glory. He said, I created you for my glory. God said, I didn't create you for your own glory so you can get your own glory on the earth. He said, I created you for my glory. He said, for my glory. God created me. Just say, God created me for his glory. Not my own. Amen. Because every time you want to put up your own glory, you're heading for a fall. When you think it's all about you, you're heading for a fall. When you think it ain't nobody but you, you're headed for the fall. When you think it's all about you, you're headed for a fall. Amen. I don't care what many passengers have or what we had. We didn't never thought of all about us. All the money that we made, it won't just for us. And we used to bless people. We used to bless people. People need glasses. We bless them. Uh, need light be up. We bless them because we were making the money. But back then, now let me tell you this. Back then, we didn't know all the money won't for us. We know we're supposed to give our tithes off. But God always put it on our heart. To bless people. I don't know. He always did. Most, most time it was... I'll go to Pastor Jeff and God said, you know, he said, okay, God said it, go ahead and do it. He always did it. I didn't never know that we're going to be a pastor because the Bible said you give, be given unto you, good marriage, press down, shake it together. So I didn't know we were going to be a pastor. But every Sunday, when my our pastor came in, he always had something on his desk. Not saying that you, not saying it. I don't want nobody to give me nothing gregory because it's not going to help you. I'm just talking about me and Pastor Jeff. Because God going to bless me he if nobody don't never put nothing in my hand. I'm looking at God. God my source. I ain't looking at resource. Amen. But I'm saying, Pastor Knight taught on tithes and offering, but he never taught on people giving. Even somebody in, in the church at that time, he said, when the Tyson got paid, he got paid. I never forget he said it. And when he said, me, Pastor they never thought it was us. We always looked at somebody that had, like, at the telephone company or somebody, he said, if one person in this church, a uh, company in this church, and they give more than anybody, he said, even me. And I'm, we like, all right, Pastor Jack, hallelujah. I said, I bet it's the, the uh, you know, I was going by. I said, I bet it's the McKenzie. I said, I said, they got a flower shop. Then I said, it might be the Tyson. You know, I'm going on and on. on. Then we were, uh, about two years later, Pastor Knight told us. He said, when I said that, I was talking about y'all. Now, 
Did we make $20,000 a year? No. I just promise to God, if you bless my business, I give you 10% tithing, what belongs to you, and I give $5, I mean, I give 5% of offering. And that's what I do. I do it now. I do it now. Can't stop me now. Okay, Isaiah 43, 7. Um, I read that. It said that we were formed for him. Amen. God created, created us for his purpose. We must have these things with God in order to have a personal relationship with him, to know him, and to find out our kingdom purpose. Our kingdom purpose is always, I, I, I emphasize this, dealing with the kingdom of God, the word of God. Even Jesus said, not my will, but your will, God. Go with me to Luke 22. Even Jesus said it. Luke 22. Luke 22, verse 42, he says, And he was withdrawn from them about a stone throw, and he kneeled down and prayed, saying, Father, if it is your will, take this cup away from me. He said, Now, Father, if it's your will, take this cup from me. Nevertheless, nevertheless, change thing. Not my will, but yours be done. Done. He said, Not my God said, Jesus said, Not my will, but your will be done, Lord. Your will. So God put the work. And us to do his good pleasure for his kingdom. Go with me to Philippians 2. He said, God, not my will, but your will be done. Yours. Philippians 2, 13. He said, for it is God who works in you both to will and to do for his good pleasure. For it is God who works in you both to will and to do for his good pleasure. Amen. This is what we learn. We know, number one, God created us for his kingdom purpose. Two, we know the definition of kingdom purpose, something that exists and created. Three, how to pursue our kingdom purpose. Four, we learn to fulfill our kingdom purpose, and it is through the word of God. We know that to learn about our purpose is through the kingdom of God. Now, number three. Now we're going to look at people in the Bible that fulfilled their kingdom purpose. Now we're going to look at Jesus. Go with me to Matthew 20, verse 26. It said, Yet it should not be so among you, but whoever desires to become great among you, let him be your servant. And whoever desires to be first among you, let him be your slave. Just as the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life for a ransom for men. So Jesus said, I didn't come to be served. He came to serve. Not for him to be served, but to serve. So we are here to serve for God. Amen? For the kingdom. We are here to serve for the kingdom. He gave his life for many. And John 10 and 10 said, he came to give us an abundant life. John 10 and 10 said, he came to give us our abundant life. Go with me to John 6, 38. John 6, 38. He said, for I have come down from heaven not to do my own will, but the will of him who sent me. He said, I came to do the will of God who sent me. Who sent me. Amen. Let me, let me go up to 36. But I said to you that you have seen me and you do not believe. All that the Father give me will come to me, 
and the one who come to me, I will by no means cast out. For I have come down from the heaven, not to do my own will, but the will of him who sent me. This is the will of the Father who sent me, that of all he who has given me, I should lose nothing. He said, I should lose nothing, but shall raise it up at the last day. Amen. Jesus stayed focused on his purpose. And if we're going to fulfill our kingdom purpose, we must stay focused. We must choose to obey the word of God, regardless what we are facing in life. Jesus' word is the answer to every situation in our life. No matter what we're facing, he didn't say when we get in his will, do his purpose, the purpose of kingdom, our purpose for him. He didn't say we won't go through no situation, trials and tribulations. They're going to come. The Bible said they're going to come. Amen. But rejoice in it because he said, I already overcame it. Amen. So rejoice in it. The Bible said, and James counted all joy. We got to count it all, even though we don't feel like counting all joy. But count it all joy anyway. Keep it moving. Use them scripture. That's why we got to know the word of God. We got to use the scripture. When things come our way, we got to know the word of God so we can apply the word into our life in order when situation comes. That's why you can't call Pastor Jeff all the time. You got to know that word for yourself. Amen. You might not have time to call Pastor Jeff. Amen. I live right in the house with Pastor Jeff. Pastor Jeff, baby, you ought to know what it is. I was like, yeah, but see, me, I don't got out of it now. I had to move forward from that. I didn't want to look for nothing because I already know that he knew where it was. <laughs> Do that make sense? <laughs> I didn't want to look for it because I already knew he knew where the script. Pastor Jeff was a walking Bible. He know them scriptures. And years ago, I used to say, I said, how you get to know them scriptures like that? I mean, you remember like that. He said, from them little men in the book. But see, I didn't want that. Before I became saved, I ain't like to read. Didn't have to if I didn't want to. But I know when I became saved, accepted Jesus Christ as my person saving, the only way I was going to know that word, Pastor Jeff said, baby, you got to balance yourself out. Because I was a praying somebody. Didn't worry about, I didn't worry about reading. And if I did, I did it because it was something, just something. I mean, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't nothing that would stick. I didn't care about it sticking to me. You know what I'm saying? But I sure have. I read the Bible for five years straight, all the way through. And that last five years, I said, I never forget, I told uh, uh, Minister Charlene, I said, it's going to be my last year reading the Bible through. Because that's all I'm doing is reading the Bible. I need to study the Word. And sure enough, that December the 31st, Pastor Knight said, we got to just start reading through the Bible. We got to start studying the Word. And the only thing Charlene could do was look at me because I had just told her that. You know when the Holy Spirit is speaking to you. Reading and not learning, that's two different things. Not getting no revelation, no, or nothing. Just reading it so I can get a gift on the end of the year. <laughs> but I was a praying somebody. I prayed every day, every night. I had a certain time to go and pray. In the, go pray. Go in my room and pray. But now I study and I ask God, give me the spirit, wisdom, revelation, knowledge, and understanding of his word. So I can know how to give it to your people. Amen. 
Go back to Hebrew chapter 12. Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finish of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despised the shame, and had sat down at the right hand of God. Jesus did not look at his situation. He stayed focused on the thing of God because when he finished what God called him to do, he said, it is finished. Go with me to John. He said, it is finished. John 19, 30. He said, so when Jesus had received the sour wine, he said, it is finished. And bow his head, he gave up his spirit. See, he gave up his spirit. He said, it is finished. So he gave up his, his, spirit, uh, his spirit, and he's sitting on the right hand of God, the kingdom of God. Amen. Jesus revealed to John his kingdom purpose. Go me to Acts 26. Acts 26 and 12. This is showing where Paul was going along the road to democracy. Then the sun shined around him and those who drew with him. And we, we all fell to the ground. I heard a voice speaking to me and saying in the Hebrew saying, Saul, Saul, while you prosecute me, it's hard for you to kick against the gold. So I said, who are you, Lord? He said, I am Jesus who you are prosecuting. But rise and stand on your feet. For I have appealed to you for this purpose, to make you a minister and a, a minister and witness both of the things which you have seen and of the things which I have yet revealed to you. So he said, I will deliver you to the Jews people as well as the Gentile to whom I know now sent to you. So he told them what he was sending them for, to open their eyes in order to turn them from darkness to light and from the power of Satan to God, that they receive forgiveness of sin and inherit among those who are sanctified by faith in me. So God uh, showed John, revealed to John his purpose. Amen. So Paul said, uh, no, and he said, and he knew his kingdom purpose was finished. Second Timothy chapter four and six. Second Timothy. He said, "For I am already being poured out as a drink offering, and the time of many departure is at hand. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Found there is laid up for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will give to me on the day." And not to me only, but also to all who have loved his appearance. So God will bless you on the earth and he will have a crown of righteousness for you when you get to heaven. Amen. He said it in his word. Now go with me to 1 Corinthians chapter 9 and 26. Mm -hmm. Okay, 23 said, now this I do for the gospel's sake that I may be partaker of it with you. Do you know, not know that those who run in a race all run, but one receive the prize? Run in such a way that you may attain it. And everyone who competes for the prize is temple in all things. Now they do it to attain a perishable crown, but we are for an imperishable crown. Therefore I run this, not with uncertainty, thus I fight, not as one who beat the air, but I discipline my body and bring it into suggestion, lest when I have Preach to other. I myself should become, become disqualified. So we got to run that race until God tell us it is finished. Amen. We got to do what God called us to do. We saw that Paul received it. So receive his righteousness for running the race, doing what God called him to do, to do his purpose on this earth. So that's what we have to do. And his prosperity is connected to our kingdom purpose. Prosperity is connected to and fulfilling your kingdom purpose, there will be a change and opposition that come in your life. But stay focused 
on your king of purpose. Like Joseph, Joseph stayed focused on what God called him to do. No matter the situation when he went through, but he stayed focused. And uh, Pharaoh put him over the second command. The second command, because he did what God called him to do. No matter what he went through, he was put in prison. He was uh, put in prison. Yeah, he was put in prison. A brother gave him away for slave. Look, no matter what comes, but God going to give you the answer on the end. He got the last say so. Amen. Look what happened to Joseph. He became the second in command. He brought his family into Egypt. He was blessed. Joseph was blessed. Blessed going in, blessed coming out, blessed in the city. He was blessed in the field. So God can bless you wherever you are. Amen. So we, can, we are blessed when we complete what God called us to do. We are blessed going through the process. Amen. As God have us to do what he wants us to do on this earth. Amen. And this is what God promised us. God promised us. Pray Psalm 112, 13. You don't have to go there. Praise the Lord. Blesses a man who fear the Lord, who delight in his commandment. His descendant will be mighty on the earth. The generation of the upright will be blessed. And wealth and riches will be in our home. And Proverbs 10, 22, he said it will be in our home. And he said, Proverbs 10, 22, Blessing of the Lord make one rich. And he said, I add no sorrow with it. So if you remember that he said, I add no sorrow with it. So that means whatever you go through, he ain't, you, hey, don't be sorry. Because he said, I add no sorrow. He said, wealth and riches will dwell in your house. That means you're going to be rich all the days of your life. Long you doing what God called you to do. You doing your kingdom purpose. Benefit come behind. Benefit come behind. Amen. It's enough banks in Florence, South Carolina to hold your money. Amen. Favor. Favor come behind it. Favor. Favor come first, then money come. Favor be on your life. Amen. So we know that our kingdom purpose come through the word of God. We know that benefit come behind it. Amen. Amen. Well, you blessed today. Amen. 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 Praise the God. We serve an awesome God. Thank you for listening. We pray that this message has been a blessing to you as you walk in your God-given purpose. Your support, love, and prayers are essential to Antioch Fellowship Church as we continue to reach the lost, make disciples, and enjoy life. Please visit us at www.antiochchurchonthemove.org.